now he's born the divine Christ child. Let us sing and rejoice this day. And that's why we're here today, to sing and rejoice and to worship the Lord in the beauty of his holiness. Thank you for joining us for worship today, whether you join us live or whether you join us by Facebook Live or by live stream. We are glad you're here. And we pray you feel God's presence as we worship him and move through this hour of worship together. Why don't you stand if you're here in the sanctuary and just kind of wave at those around you. Let them know you're glad that they're worshiping with you today.
continue in worship with us. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is the
Amen. Glory to God in the highest. Would you all sing with me? Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Christ the Lord, for he alone is worthy. 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 Christ, the Lord will give him all the glory. We'll give him all the glory. We'll give him all the glory. We'll give him all the glory. Christ, the Lord prayerfully, oh, come, let us adore him. today to worship him and to adore him and to give praise to the only one who is worthy to be praised, Jesus Christ, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And it's our prayer, whether you're worshiping here or worshiping online, that you would feel the presence of the Lord because Emmanuel, God is with us. We give him all the glory. And I know this Christmas has been different for so many of us. It hasn't been our normal, ordinary kind of Christmas. But we still celebrate that Jesus Christ is still Lord. And we give him all praise and all glory and all honor. I'm going to invite you wherever you are, whether in this place or wherever you're watching today, whatever state you may be worshiping with us in, that you would just join us for a time of prayer as we humble ourselves before a loving, powerful God. We pray together, so won't you join me as we pray. Father, we come just in awe of how great you are. Thank you that you would love us so much that you would become flesh and come into this world to give us hope and to give us forgiveness and to bring us peace and love and joy and salvation. Father, we can never express our gratitude for everything you've done. And Father, we pray that through this Christmas season, our hearts have been turned to you. And Father, we pray for families that are grieving going through this first Christmas without their loved one. And God, would you comfort them and, and let them know that one day 
when we know Christ, we're going to see them again. And what a day that will be. But just help us, oh God, while we're on this earth to bring glory to you and to bring praise to you and how we live and how we act and what we say and what we do. And Father, we pray for so many who are continuing to battle some form of sickness or illness. Would you bring healing? You're the great healer and the great physician. Anoint them, we pray, and heal them if it be your will. And Lord, we just pray that soon this virus would be over and this vaccine would be safe and effective. And, and Lord, it would help us to be able to get back to, to being together and to love one another and to embrace one another and to fellowship with one another without anxiety or fear or worry about someone getting sick. And Lord, we're grateful for 2020. But Lord, it's been a challenging year and season, and we pray that in the new year, Father, we would be blessed with, with good health and revival and spiritual awakening and renewal. And Lord, that there would be a many lives transformed for Jesus. And so, Father, we commit 2021 to you, and we ask that your perfect will would be done in all of our lives and inspire us, oh God, to be the best we can be for you. And Lord, I just thank you for this church, for being faithful to us through this dark time. And Lord, that you have provided for us in every way. And we just thank you and give you all glory and praise for that. And Lord, we just thank you for all of our faithful members and and those who watch faithfully and Lord for our staff and all of our volunteers and, and all those Father who make this possible bless each one God and Lord if there would be someone here or watching today that's never given their heart and life fully surrendered to Jesus may today be the day of salvation may this be the time that we get our hearts and lives right with you so help us, oh God, today to do what you are leading us to do through your spirit. And Father, we just pray that your Holy Spirit might continue to move through the beautiful music. And Father, through the proclamation of your word, open our hearts, open our minds, open our lives, that we might receive you in every way. And we'll be sure to give you all the praise and the glory and the honor. In the strong and holy name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. This morning, if you have your Bibles, would you turn with me to Matthew chapter 2. And after the reading of God's word, I'm grateful that an ensemble from our choir will be leading us. And thank you all for being here today. Beginning with verse 1 of Matthew chapter 2. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, 
He asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way. And the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. This is the word of the Lord, and blessed be the name of the Lord.
thank you all so much. What a beautiful message and song. And to know all is well when we know Christ as our Lord and as our Savior. You know, I always like to share a little humor. Uh, I don't know if you all knew what Coach John Calipari uh, was wanting for Christmas. What he was looking for for Christmas was a player that was seven foot tall from Japan. And his name is Win One Soon. Win One Soon. He did not get that player for Christmas, but we're, we're hoping that that will happen at some point. You know, shopping this year maybe looked different for some of you. Maybe you did most of your shopping online. Maybe you were looking to find the perfect gift for your loved one, for your friend, and did all your shopping online. Or it's possible you braved them all and you actually went into some department stores and you looked to find that perfect present to give to someone. And pre-pandemic and pre-all uh, the craziness going on, maybe when you would go into a department store, you would be looking and a sales clerk may come over and ask you, may I help you or can I help you find something? And our standard answer usually would be, no thank you, I'm just looking. I'm just looking. Well, it seems that we're all just looking for something today, aren't we? We're looking for this pandemic, this virus to be over. We're looking for things to get back to normal. It's possible that you're here today and you're looking for love. It's possible that you're looking for acceptance. Maybe you're looking for forgiveness. Maybe you're looking for help. Maybe you're looking for salvation. Maybe you're looking for 2021 to be a better year. But the fact is, we're all looking for something. In our scripture passage today, we see the, the magi, the wise men who were from the east, and scholars believe they were from Persia. And they were also believed to have been a tribe of priests who were uh, well-skilled in medicine and, and natural science and philosophy and astrology. And these wise men came looking for something or looking for someone. And at best, they were good and holy men who were searching for truth. And I pray today that as we look at this story and when Jesus came into the world, it was a very dark time. As a matter of fact, the prophet Isaiah had prophesied about it in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2. It says, The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those who live in deep darkness, a light has dawned. It was a, it was a season of gloom, a season of doom. It was a very dark time. And at that time, the king was King Herod or maybe you've heard him called Herod the Great. He was the king of Judea. And as he ruled during this time, he was very paranoid, and he was greatly suspicious of those who might try to take his throne. He was so paranoid that he even had his own wife murdered. He had his mother-in-law murdered. He had his three sons killed because he was so scared and super paranoid that someone was going to take his throne. I mean, these were very dark times. And when I think about 
the season we've been through and are continuing to go through, we're living in a dark time, aren't we? We're living in a very dark time and, and still a lot of uncertainty. But these wise men, these, these magi, they came searching, looking. They were looking for Jesus. And I pray today that you came into this place or maybe you're watching and I pray that you're looking for someone. I pray that you would be looking for Jesus because honestly, until you find him, you're going to be lost. You're going to continue to walk in darkness. It's only when we find Jesus that the light is revealed to us and everything is made clear and everything is put in proper perspective. So my prayer is today that you would find Jesus, that you would be looking for him. But not only did these magi, they were also looking for a star. They were looking for a star. In verse 2 of Matthew chapter 2, it said that where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and we have come to worship him. They were looking for his star. You see, most people in ancient times believed in astrology. They believed that the future could be told through the stars and through astrology. Some have speculated and tried to guess what that bright star was that shone there in Bethlehem. Some have said it was Halley's Comet. Others have said that it was some astronomical phenomenon that took place. Others have said that it was a brilliant conjunction of, of Saturn and Jupiter that, that came together, and it would be called the, the Bethlehem star or the Christmas star. But the fact is, this was, a again, a very dark time, and people were looking for hope. People were looking with great expectation for a Messiah to come and deliver them from their darkness and the situation that they were in. And many of us today need to see that light. When I also think about this brilliant star, I can't help but think about this past Monday on December the 21st. There was another bright light that shone. It, it, it's when Saturn and Jupiter once again aligned themselves closely. It was the closest they had been in over nearly 800 years. And it won't happen again, uh, scientists say, until 2080. But it was at that time on Monday that a bright light shone once again. Don't think it was by accident that it would be in 2020 in one of the darkest years of many of our lives. But not only that, but it happened on Monday the, Monday the 21st. It was also on Monday the 21st that my family and I put my father to rest. Uh, we did not have a service. We will do a celebration of life at some point, but, but we put my dad's body to rest on the 21st. And, and as I thought about it, it was a dark time for my family, as well as many of you have gone through a very dark season losing your loved one. And again, with all the craziness that we've been through in this year, it's been a very dark time. Monday the 21st was also the winter solstice that made it the shortest day. It was 
one of the darkest times, literally. Now, I'm not Bill Mech, and I didn't take Bill Mech Meteorology 101, but the fact is, it was amazing after a dark day on Monday to go out in my front yard with my young daughter, Ann Catherine, that evening and look up into the sky and see that brilliant star shining. I don't know, but it just brought me encouragement and it brings me hope to know that the same light that was shining in the darkness over 2,000 years ago is still shining bright today and letting us know that God is still in control and that God is still with us. And so it brings us encouragement today when we know that these wise men, they, they were looking for a star, but they were also looking to fulfill the scripture. They were looking to fulfill the scripture. If you looked in verse 6, it says, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, by no means are the least among the rulers of Judah, but out of you will come a ruler that will shepherd my people Israel. And so even then in Micah chapter 5, verse 2, that's, that's the prophet they were quoting, was prophesying about this special time when Jesus would come into the world. All through the Old Testament, there are passages prophesying about the coming of Christ, the coming of Messiah. You can go all the way back to Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. You can look in Genesis chapter 22, verse 18, when God made a promise to Abraham that his offspring would be blessed throughout the world. You can read in Deuteronomy 18, 18, when Moses prophesied about a prophet that was to come, he was talking about Jesus. And then when we read in Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14, and the Lord himself will give you a sign, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel which means God with us. You know what this says to you and me? God's word is trustworthy and true. And when we look at God's word, it should encourage us. It should guide us. It should help us to live the kind of life that God would have you and me to live. And during this time, maybe like I have felt at times, maybe you felt isolated. Maybe you felt very much alone, especially if you're a single person or, or maybe an elderly person. And, you know, whatever age, we all crave fellowship, don't we? We crave uh, loving one another and embracing one another and, and being close to people. That's what God's church is all about. And, and I'm grateful that we've been able to worship like we have, but yet we long for that time where we can embrace and we can be close to one another again. But when I think about scriptures being fulfilled, we also know that Jesus Christ is going to return and we must be ready. And the best way I know to get ready is that we would get our houses in order, get our lives in order with Christ. Is there something today that you need to get rid of? Is there something that you need to make right with the loved one? Do you need to tell someone, I'm sorry, or I love you, or forgive me, or I forgive you? Do, do you need to, to do what you need to do to get your house in order? And I pray for you and us 
in 2021 that we would be committed to God's Word. I want to challenge you, if you don't already, to read God's Word every day because it's living and active and sharper than any double-edged sword, and it will help get to the heart of what we need to do to grow in our relationship. I challenge you to pray daily in 2021. The only way we're going to make it through this season is that we continue to keep our eyes on Christ and through his supernatural power, through the Holy Spirit, we continue to cling to him. And I challenge you in 2021 to be more committed to Christ. You know, I was talking to my brother in Christ, Larry Demerit, this past week. And Larry's such a great man of faith and a great man of God. And and as Larry and I were, were talking, you know, I was saying, you know, I'm praying things are going to be better in 2021. And, and you know, Larry and his vivacious spirit and heart, and he said, Pastor, he said, there's no guarantee 2021 will be any better. And I said, well, you're right, Larry. There are no guarantees about that, but I can guarantee you this. Jesus Christ promises to be with us. And we're trusting it is going to be a better year. But that is a guarantee that Jesus Christ loves you and me, and he promises to be with us. These wise men, these magi, they were looking to fulfill Scripture, but then they were looking for a Savior. They were looking for a Savior. In verse 10, it says, When they saw the star, they were filled with great joy, or they were overjoyed. And upon coming into the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and they worshiped him and they presented him with their treasures, gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Well, we don't know for sure how many magi and wise men there were. Tradition has it, legend has it that there were three and we get three because there were three gifts that were brought. Could have been more, could have been less, but the fact is they brought three gifts. And the first gift they brought was gold. Gold was fit for a king. It was valuable. It was pure. It was nearly indestructible. And when Jesus would come to rule, he would not rule by force or an iron fist, but he would rule with love. He would not rule with the crown, but he would rule by the cross. But we know that this gift was a gift fit for a king. But then Frankincense. Frankincense was gift for a priest. We think about the frankincense that would be used for temple worship, a fragrant offering of praise and thanksgiving to God. But then we think about myrrh. Myrrh was a gift for the Savior. Myrrh would be used to bury dead bodies, to anoint the bodies. This was also the gift that would foreshadow the suffering that Jesus would endure for you and for me when he would die on the cross. But these wise men were bringing their best to Jesus Christ, the King of kings and Lord of lords. Let me ask you this. Have you been bringing your best to God? Have you been bringing your best to Jesus? Let me ask you, what gift are you going to give Jesus in 2021? What talent, what gift, what service, what can you do to make a difference for the kingdom of God in 2021?
21. Is there something you're thinking of right now that you know you could have already been doing, but you've been fearful to do it or worried about what people think? You know what? Jesus came into the world to be our Savior, and we all need to be saved from something, don't we? We need to be saved from ourselves. We need to be saved from pride. We need to be saved from guilt. We need to be saved from sin. Uh, we need to be delivered from the expectations of others. We need to be delivered from our addictions. We need to be delivered from our depression, delivered from our anxiety, delivered from our eating disorders, uh, delivered from our uh, worry. We all need to be delivered from our sin and have salvation through Christ. The Bible says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. And today, Jesus, this baby that we celebrate, would grow to be a man. He would die on an old rugged cross to bring salvation to you and me because, let's face it, we can't save ourselves. We can try to be as good as we possibly can, but we'll never be good enough. It's only through the mercy and grace of God that we can be saved and experience salvation. My prayer is, as we go into 2021, that we would fix our eyes upon Jesus. Hebrews 12, 2 says, let us fix our eyes upon Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. Let us seek him first, as it says in Matthew 6, 33, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these other things will be added unto us. It's possible that this pandemic, this such an unusual time in our lives, has been a wake-up call. <laughs> Maybe it's God using what the devil intended for evil to wake us up spiritually and say, if there was ever a time to start living for Jesus, it would be today because we're not promised tomorrow. And I pray that whatever's going on in your life today, whatever worry, whatever fear, whatever marital problems, financial problems, problems with your work, maybe you're looking for employment, that you would give it all to Jesus. Give him your best. Give him your all. And I promise you, you will never be disappointed when you trust in him. I want to close with a story you've maybe heard through the years, but it was Christmas morning. It happened to be on a Sunday. The pastor got there early before the sun came up, and he was policing up around the church, making sure everything was cleaned up, picked up after their midnight Christmas Eve service. And he was going through the aisles and, and looking for any misplaced uh, Bibles or, or purses or anything uh, that could be on the floor, cleaning it up and and as the sun was just getting ready to come up and the, the sky was beginning to light up, he went over in front of the almost life-size nativity scene to say a prayer of thanksgiving for God sending his son Jesus into the world to, to be our Savior. And as he was saying this prayer of thanksgiving, when he opened his eyes back up and he looked, he stepped back and gasped, and he realized that the Christ King, baby Jesus, was not in the manger. And he kind of looked around and, 
And he couldn't find baby Jesus that was in the manger. And it, it troubled him so much so that he began frantically as, again, it was getting lighter and the sun was shining through the stained glass windows. And, and he started looking all over the church when he couldn't find the, the little baby Jesus. He, he called the custodian and said, have you seen the little figure that goes in the manger? It's, it's Christ. And the custodian said, I have not seen it. He called his associate pastor and said, this is Christmas morning and baby Jesus and in the manger. Have you seen? No, I sure haven't. He started calling the elders. None of the elders knew where the baby Jesus was. And, and sure enough, the service came and, and the pastor got up heartbroken and in disbelief, and he stood in front of the church and shared how disappointed he was that the reason they had come is to celebrate Jesus and his arrival and his birth, who would be our Savior. And he said, I can't believe that the reason of our celebration and hope is not here because someone stole Jesus. And the congregation grew still, and he said, I want to issue this challenge. He said, please bring Jesus back to the manger before Christmas Day is over and there won't be any questions asked. Won't be any trouble for anybody. Just bring Jesus, the, the baby Jesus, the figure of Jesus. Bring Jesus back to the manger and there won't be any questions asked. Well, they completed the service as the choir sang, Oh, come, let us adore him. And the pastor left the church a little down, a little discouraged that, that someone in the congregation could possibly take the figure, baby Jesus. Later that afternoon, the pastor went out for a walk. He was walking through the wintry streets. It was cold. It had snowed, much like our white Christmas uh, this past Christmas, and, and as he was walking and kind of reflecting and just spending time with God, he looked up, and there was one of his youngest members, little Tommy, six-year-old Tommy, who was pulling a little Toy Express Christmas brand spanking new red wagon. And as he was pulling that wagon, he noticed little Tommy with this, with again, his little holy jacket and and uh, he knew what a sacrifice that must have been for his mom and dad because they could barely make ends meet. And he had some warmth that came to his discouraged heart to see little Tommy with a big grin pulling that wagon. And so when he got closer to Tommy and said hello, the pastor was taken back once again as he noticed wrapped in a blanket with the face showing was baby Jesus. And little Tommy's wagon, this was very disheartening to the pastor. And the pastor began to, to share with Tommy his disappointment, understanding that the young boy was only six, but he knew Tommy had been taught better than that. And as the pastor finished talking, little Tommy had big tears that were welling up in his eyes, and his little lip began to quiver. The pastor knew it must have been tears of and that he was repentant of his sin. And, and the little boy Tommy said, but, but pastor, I, I didn't steal Jesus. It's not that way at all. He said, for many 
uh, for a long time now, I've been praying, asking God to, to bring me a, a red wagon for Christmas. And I promised, I promised him as soon as I got that wagon that I would give Jesus the first ride in it. And the pastor's heart was touched. <laughs> and he understood the message that Tommy had shared with him on that Christmas day. And if we all could embrace Jesus Christ like little Tommy did, and not put him in our wagon, but invite him into our hearts, into our lives, and say, for everything you've given me, I am so blessed. And I want you to be the first to, to go with me here to do this, to impact this community, to impact this coworker, my teammate, my classmate. Help me, Jesus, today to give you my best because you gave me yours. Today, if you don't know Christ, why not allow him to come into your heart, even now? You don't have to get cleaned up. You just come to him with your dirtiness, with your sin, and he'll love you and forgive you. Maybe you're a Christian, you've gotten off track. We've made it more complicated than God intends it. To live for Christ is very simple. Repent from the old ways and walk in his way, in newness of life, and he will empower us with the Holy Spirit. Maybe you've been looking for a church home, I tell you. This is a wonderful church, and you have shown your faithfulness through a very difficult time. We can't thank you enough for your faithfulness and how we've continued to worship the best we can through God's grace. But if you're looking for a church home, we'd love for this to be your church home. However the Holy Spirit leads you, I invite you to come as we pray together. Father, I pray right now in the stillness of this moment, that if there are any folks in this place or people that are watching that have never given their heart and life to Jesus, that today might be the day of salvation. I can't think of a better time than right now to get our lives in order with you. Father, forgive me of any sin. Lord, I want my heart to be right with yours, and I want to be a pure and holy vessel for you and Father, I always want to look to you first. And Father, when we turn our eyes upon Jesus, the things of this earth grow strangely dim in the light of your glory and grace. And so help us, oh God, to have the boldness to come to you today. Father, I pray for Christians maybe that have gotten off track. They've been disheartened. They've been discouraged. They've been defeated. I pray that they would come back to you and allow you to give them victory. We're all fellow strugglers. We're all fellow pilgrims on this journey. And we all need encouragement to lift one another up and to keep on keeping on. Help us, oh God. Oh Lord, maybe there are folks who have been watching virtually or worshiping with us virtually. And, and Lord, they want to be a part of this church family. I pray that even today, someone would want to unite with this family of faith, an imperfect church who serves a perfect God and who tries to keep the focus on Jesus. Oh God, move us today to listen, to hear your voice so that we might be transformed in every way
to be more like Jesus, who's strong and in precious name we pray. Amen. I'm going to invite you to stand if you're in this place and join us as we sing a hymn of commitment. Join us wherever you're worshiping and contact us here at the office if we can talk to you and pray with you about your decision. Won't you come? so much for worshiping with us today and I'm grateful uh, for Dylan coming today and praying a beautiful prayer and we continue to pray for you as well as you seek God's will for your life and 
And that's for all of you. May we continue to seek God's will for our lives and his direction and know that God is with us. And I pray that we're all going to grow stronger through this season that we've been through and be the people that God would have us to be, the church that God would have us to be. But thank you for worshiping with us. Know that you'll be receiving some discussion questions after the service if you're on our email list. And we hope you'll discuss these with your family or friends or loved ones. Know that we will not be having Wednesday night virtual service, but we will get back to a more normal things this next Sunday and, and be posting all the regular service times and what we'll be doing. But we're taking everything one day at a time and know that God is with us, but praying that 2021 will be a much better year. I don't know if you remember last year we did a series, 2020 Vision, Seeing the Light and Sharing the Light. Um, who could have foreseen uh, what 2020 was going to bring, but know that through it all, we can still see the light and love of Christ and know that we are still called to share the light to a world that's walking in darkness. So I pray that God would bless you abundantly this new year and that and we're going to come back stronger than ever before. But know again how much I love each of you. We love you as a church family. Appreciate all of you who have faithfully served during this uh, difficult year, all of our deacons and ushers and greeters and, and all the volunteers in the sound booth and our staff and musicians. Man, it's been a team effort, and I thank you so much for your faithful tithing. And know that if you have uh, come prepared to give your Lottie Moon offering, you can give that today. Uh, this will go 100% to help uh, the international missionaries spread the good news of Christ. If you failed to get it in last week, it's not too late to still do that before the end of the year. But thank you for worshiping with us. God bless you. hope you have a healthy and happy new year as Bill leads us in a closing song. God bless you.